Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas. Visit cox.com slash internet for details. A juggernaut has awakened from its slumber. It's drowsy. It's a little morning grumpy. But a juggernaut is awakening from its slumber. Let's talk about it, New York City. saw a fully healthy a clearly understands each other right I, I mean truth be told Drew Holiday is a new member of the team that has been acclimating himself since the beginning of the season James Harden got here like two days ago In a rocky start of a season of a, this NBA has had some surprises, has had some ups and downs, had some teams with some early struggles. But yet and still, the Milwaukee Bucks are at the top of the Eastern Conference. And the Nets are, I believe, the fifth seed coming into the night. It was important for the Nets in their newest incarnation to make a statement, not just to the rest of the NBA. I think that's what mattered to the team the most is making the statement to the rest of the NBA that we are for real. And we're just starting to figure it out. So imagine when we do. And then at the same time, it's also sending a message to the fans. Today we heard more stories about the Sixers being used to as leverage against the Nets. I don't believe that. I think they really were interested. I don't think they were Ben Simmons interested. But I, I really believe that, that a lot of the Sixers stuff was a smokescreen to get Jared Allen to the deal. They wanted Jared Allen, and we lost a, a hell of a good young player in Jared Allen. But what the Nets have gotten back, I think, has to. I mean, the the value of what the Nets has gotten back has to be definite championship. They lost a lot. They have limited ways to fill those holes. And they've taken steps backwards. 
But what James Harden showed you tonight is the beginning of what we may, what may be Nets reality for the next couple years. James Harden is an elite player. One that I don't think we've, uh, uh, I don't, again, I don't think we've had one player as good as James Harden. I mean, Carmelo Anthony, close. Not even. In in terms of, like, recently or, like, I mean, like, Dr. J. Exactly. We have a team of three Dr. J's. That's how good this Nets team is. That's how good what we saw was tonight. Is there any hyperbole in what I'm saying, Sam? No, I mean, like, you have to look at this game and be like, they just took on the... Look, until until they're not, you basically just took on the back-to-back one seed in the East and... And I and and it was without our and and it was without Kyrie. Like I don't really know much more there. Um, I don't really know what 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 more there is to say. The only the only takeaway you can have from this game is like, all right, well, like how is Kyrie gonna get? How is Kyrie gonna get his? And like, will that take away from Harden or Durant? But the truth is, like, I actually think they could have used another scorer there today. Like, I think Kyrie would have really helped today. I don't think he would have taken away anything from the other three guys. So whose minutes is, is is going? It's it's a very hard thing to. I, well, look, this is so. This is one thing I feel really strongly about, and I know you're you're going to feel this way as well as someone who's nervous about all these guys getting hurt and stuff like that. Like we can't be having in regular season games, especially in a condensed season like this. You can't have like Duran and Harden consistently playing like 38, 40 minutes a night. Like that's just like it's not sustainable. It doesn't make any sense for the playoffs, especially when you don't have that much time. Like Harden played 41 minutes tonight. Durant played 36. Like you need Kyrie. I feel like there. there's eight minutes. I feel like there's eight minutes that each one of them can have with just, you know, the, the, the bench warmers. Like basically sure. fine. Like I think they just need to find these stretches where they each have alone time. <laughs> and, no, you're, no, I think you're right. And, because all three of them can lead a team for uh, 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 quite a while. And um, and even on the off nights, I think it's just a good way to just keep their minutes down. Because right now, right now they're, they're, you see the competitive fire. You see, you see the joy. Like, I, there wasn't as much joy after this game. I think there was a lot they didn't like. I think, I, I think they wanted to dominate this team. And that's... And that, to me, is the best sign yep. of the entire night is that they didn't want to just beat this team, which which they did. They weren't really satisfied with that. They understood that they threw the ball all around the yard t- tonight. They, they again, the the team uh, who shot the best didn't almost didn't win the game uh, because that other team got so many more possessions and so many more offensive rebounds. Yep. And um, and uh, you know your, your defense wasn't great on some of the secondary and tertiary players on 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 the Bucks. I think they got off more than they needed to. Um, and I think, but for me to think that it it would be it'd be frustrating if I if 
I thought that myself, and you thought it with me, Sam, but the Nets didn't think it. The the most impressed I was tonight was watching James Harden look a little bit mad, like, yeah, we should have really beat these guys by 10, 15. <laughs> Did you notice that? Yeah, and, like, I, I think they know, and I think it – I actually think it's why it's kind of frustrating for, for Giannis, who I think as we watch Giannis more and more, you kind of see that this dude should not be treated in the same um, – should not be treated in the same view and in the same grouping as these wings because he's really not a wing. He's just like a modern he's day. He's not a wing at all. He's not a wing. He's a modern day Shaq. And so, and so the truth is, he, is that like is that like you've never seen anything like Giannis before because right. you're you're right. He basically out physicals you to the basket in every way on in his dribble. He's Shaq and, and can dribble and can dribble but, down the court without without but anyone. Shaq the needed ball. more help. Yep. You know, someone had to get Shaq the ball. Shaq would camp out where where he was. Giannis, you know, brings the ball up. You know, he could he could he could get the ball off of curls. He could start his game at the three point line. It's just his shot. Like he, it, there's such a big difference between 32 points from Giannis. Versus thirty-two points from from Kevin Durant. Right. So what I was gonna, so what I was just gonna um, was gonna say was that like what 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 I think Harden and Durant know and is that is that like as much as you gotta respect Middleton, who I thought that shot was going in at the end, like um, like they know like holy shit, we have the two best guys on the floor right now that can get a shot on our own, and when Kyrie is hit there, we have the three best guys that can get a shot on their own, and like. As good as Middleton is, as and as much attention as Giannis can draw, like you can't compare the amount of attention that Giannis draws to the amount of attention that KD and, and Harden draw. It's just it's just a different it's just a different type of comp like it's just a different type of uh, of uh, recognition that the entire team has to have. Like when Giannis gets the ball, basically uh, from from uh, the out of bounds on the other side of the court all the way to almost the free throw line, you almost don't need to guard him. Whereas like Harden, he basically is getting a full court press, like the amount of, and same thing with Durant, like these guys need constant attention on them. And it, sh- and, it and I mean, it honestly shows how difficult it's going to be to, to guard the nets because you, you can't double them. And even if you wanted to double one of them, then it leaves um, one-on-ones. And that, and as we saw, like, Harden is Harden. You basically cannot uh, have one guy on him. Like, and I thought DiVincenzo actually did a really nice job on him. Like, considering, and same thing with uh, Connaughton. I thought Middleton did a nice job on Duran at times. What, but did like, he get thirty-two. Yeah, yeah did a beautiful like, job. <laughs> but, but like, but like, as me and you were watching, this, it's like none of this is actually that difficult. Like, you're yeah. talking. About Look, like Drew Holiday is excellent, and like everybody says, like Duran has said it on. I think he said on the podcast with uh, with Kyrie or with JJ Redick, one of the two. He was like, Drew is the is the best perimeter defender in 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 basketball, and like, and and it's true. Like they 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 have a lot of great defensive pieces, but like I mean, like I like I'm laughing not even to be like arrogant or cocky, but it's just like. Harden needed two guys on him, and then and that's all, all only at the perimeter. He then gets by that first line of defense. Then everyone has to shift up, and that leads this cascade of events that basically leads to a, like someone's going to be open for a three or for a pump fake, and then a wide open two. Like I just don't honestly preparing for them seems like preparing for the like the Kansas City Chiefs. It looks like a nightmare. 
it's it's the offense is stupid. It's stupid. But it is uh, like I. But just to say, like it is, it it is kind of like the Chiefs in a sense that like it's like yeah, like if you want to if you want to double team Tyreek Hill, that's all good. But like. Like, I don't know what you're going to do about Kelsey. I don't know what you're going to do about, like, Watkins. I don't know what you're going to do about Mahomes running. Like, it's it's just – it's like – I don't – I mean, we haven't even seen Kyrie get in the mix here. I mean, this is game – think about think about the excuses. And I know that things are going to get more difficult as they do, as we saw after the first – look how the first two games went this year and then what happened after. But, like, I mean, this I, is – these are the first two games together. I, <laughs> these I, are the two games together and Kyrie hasn't played yet. The only thing that can stop this team is is injuries, and themselves, yeah, and and themselves, right? I look, they can't defend. That, that's <laughs> yeah, sure. that's that's the long and short of it. Like, I, I I felt like I didn't even see Giannis in this game, but he did get thirty two. He had an excellent game. Uh, it, like his stat line is incredible, but I didn't feel him. I feel I, like. I agree. I, I think I that's feel, perfectly. I think that's perfectly said. Yeah, I just so and because of it, I feel like if you just had someone who could, who can physically match up with him, and turn that thirty-two into twenty-eight, twenty-six, they can't. This team could not do anything with us. We're we're sweeping this team. This team we're beating this team in five. The only reason why they match up a little bit is because of the size and, and their ability to get easy baskets inside. I, t- their power forward today was was um, uh, uh, was James Harden. James Harden is like a is like an immovable object. He's he's not only like this runaway train going to the basket. He's also like this kind of like. He, he must weigh like 500 pounds because he just sticks himself in the middle of the paint and gets rebounds. So it's an amazing thing to behold. Like, um, I, I, so I just think the Nets right now, as as currently built, they're incomplete. They're incomplete, and and that's such a funny thing to say because even as an incomplete team. If there, if this experiment of can an all offense team, an all dream offense team, and don't get me wrong, Bruce Brown played some defense, but everybody that Bruce Brown was was guarding scored. So I I have a hard time saying that Bruce Brown had that great of a a, a game, but when he was in the game, his the the people he was. He did scrappy things. He grabbed rebounds. He looked physical. He blocked a shot that was pretty sick. I enjoyed that. I, I enjoy seeing him on the floor. But truth be told, um, he he didn't really. I think he more so contained his his opposite number. And and the Nets are the defense is. Uh, can we can we overcome this defense, Sam? Is, is is should I feel despair because this defense is so bad? Wait, I have to. So I'm 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 very excited about one thing. I thought that you know we always talk at the end of the podcast about like uh, what like what moments stuck at, stood out, what was like the changing point, whatever. I thought I think Bruce Brown and you're gonna you, you may laugh at me about this. I thought Bruce Brown in this game started to have his poor man's PJ Tucker vibes. 
I think he's, I think he was starting to do the little, like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a little tough. I'm going to start acting tough, maybe tougher than, maybe tougher than I am. But I think he, it's clear that he wants to be the quote unquote, like glue guy of this team. And like, you could see it, like he, he wants to be known as that guy who in the, uh, who in the, whatever the, uh, the old sports illustrated clips where they're like, this was what happened during the championship team. Like he, like, you can tell he, it's like, it's like they couldn't have done it without the eighth man, like Bruce Brown. Like he's, he's got that vibe to him right the, now. The Sean Marks mind control tapes have finally got you. Uh, he, what, <laughs> he, what are you, you can just, Yo, know, he he's wants so, it. like no, he really no, wants he to did some, a, he, I, I feel like I like these are the big man plays that the Nets have to get from their little people. Yep. And and I'm appreciative of some of the things that he did against a big team, a team that a team that is impressively sized across all the way through um, small forward. It's and funny though because they, you are right. It's funny though because you are right because when I actually think back to his game, I can't think back of one like good defensive play. <laughs> like like I, mean, I think I can't. He got which some is a big issue. He he got it's. I don't. I didn't see him eliminate anyone. Like I agree. You know. Yeah. You, know, you know what I mean. It's totally. If for a guy that's just a one hundred percent defense stopper, he didn't eliminate any of the guys that were out there. It, it wasn't like okay, he's got his man. He's this person is. He's just hit the shut off valve on this dude, and he's not uh, contributing anything anymore. And I. And I'm not saying he didn't have a good game. He had a good game. He, he he did. He really, really did. But I don't see what happened in his game. I saw his his game. It's like you know how those Sean Kilpatrick offensive outbursts um, used to look like. You used to enjoy those. It was, it was a good legendary Clippers game. Exactly. But you knew that wasn't that wasn't gonna do anything. That's like you can't you can't make him stop Giannis. You can't make him disrupt Middleton. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, I see what you're doing, Bruce Brown. I appreciate it. But Drew Holiday, who doesn't score that much, got 22 on you. <laughs> I mean, and it's not necessarily on him, but they put him in the game to stop Drew Holiday. And when he came in, he I mean, he had some scrappy plays. He scored some nice nice buckets. Like, you, like he was shooting. Like, every time he was... Doing his thing, I was like, I, I, I yes, because <laughs> Durant and and Harden and you know one or the other had, was on the floor together. I like the way that that Nash staggered them tonight. So Bruce Brown played a lot of minutes. He did really well. He he just again for me, I the Nets can't feel satisfied with what they saw offensively. I mean defensively tonight. If they want to make sure. That they're a legendary team, they gotta shore this up. And and I know DeAndre Jordan looked like he had a good game, but I'm gonna let you tell me about DeAndre Jordan's game before I say what I want to say. Um, I think De- I think DeAndre Jordan um can can be summed up at this point in two words. I think it's all like hot air. I think it's just like. It's like it's wide open dunks where the ball like flies after and you think that he's like having some impact and you're just like, oh, my God, like literally anybody above like six, eight could have just done what he did or like anyone above six, five could have just done what he did. And he's uh, like a pretty I, I found him to be a non factor on on D for the most part. Like, I, I mean, I I, uh, I was not 
I was not too impressed, and I think it's clear. Like, I, look, I think it's smart that Marks has has uh, has waited to sign the with the sign anybody with those three roster spots, but it's clear those three spots are going to be important because, boy, like they they need some help. And and he, he DeAndre had a good game. DeAndre had an excellent game. If you look at his box score, it's just like I said. Fluff. It it was it was a it was a very fluffy, yep. you know, twelve rebounds. Excuse me, I'm fantasy wrong. stats. I'm I'm sorry. It, yeah, it was a, it was a very fluffy twelve rebounds, and twelve points. You know, he, he made every every shot he took, but there was times that that Harden would get turnovers because he was trying to throw throw him alley oops that he just was a little bit too slow on the bounce. You know what I mean? Like, I always talk about yep. how Jared Allen used to be so quick off the floor. And I'm uh, some more reporting that came out today uh, that I guess we should address a little bit um, is that, you know, there's the reports that are saying that the Nets were fighting off trading Jared Allen. So, so we, we got the Philly was really a decoy. <laughs> Philly was really uh, uh, leverage against the used for leverage against the Nets because they had all the leverage. They if they didn't believe the Philly things, I think they could have kept Jared Allen. But I'm glad to know that they tried to keep Jared Allen because the worry I would have is that they didn't know how bad things are at center. So. This game was a great game. Listen, you can't argue with what Jordan did today, but if he really had an effect on the game, why did the Bucks score 123? And you could say it's everything else, but it really wasn't. The reason why the the Bucks were dominant tonight was uh, just to keep it simple. It was because Antetokounmpo got 34, um, Middleton got 22, Brooke Lopez got 15, and uh, Drew Holiday got 22. They that's a their five their their five starters and, and even Devincent yeah whatever his name is <laughs> the redhead kid. Um, even he got eight points today uh, uh, on on poor shooting. But it, it doesn't matter. I, the, the point I'm trying to make is if DeAndre Jordan was good tonight, they don't score 123. And I'm not putting it all on him, but you the reason why DeAndre Jordan is there is to play defense. And he, he did not do it well tonight. And as much as I love Jeff Green's game tonight, I enjoyed watching Uncle Jeffy play. But he clearly is not a starter. Like, I, I just, yeah. like, for as bad as DeAndre Jordan is, uh, Uncle Jeffy, Uncle Jeffy is not, is not a, a starting NBA player anymore. He's good. He'd be he would be perfect if he was the backup four. But because he's the starting four, it, it could get a little ugly out there. And the Nets, I, I, I feel like I feel like I'm complaining about about uh, greatness being the enemy of perfection. You know, I I think I'm basically saying. This was great, but it's not perfect. I, I don't. I, I just. I just think that 
there's going to be a level that's going to be required of them in the in the playoffs that it's not going to be able to survive these DeAndre Jordan minutes. Am, am, am I tripping? No, I mean I don't think I don't think you are at all. I think it's um I think it's going to be I think it's going to be an issue. I think um I think they have to be compared when you think about how this team is going to do it. You got to think about the um kind of the the dip lineup that the Warriors had and the issue with comparing those is that when you had Durant, Iguodala, uh, Draymond, Stephen Clay, the issue is like is a couple of those guys are all world defenders. Like, you know, I mean, Iggy, Iggy in his like end of his prime, Draymond in his absolute prime, Clay in his prime. I mean, these are and, and 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 coupled with Durant, who was also an excellent defender then. I mean, you're talking about four really good defenders plus Curry. And the difference is this team when 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 they have their quote unquote line death line of whether that includes or doesn't include DeAndre, like there's almost no plus defenders on that team anymore. Because I got to be honest, like I the one thing in the post Achilles world is I don't love KD backpedaling, and I don't think he's done a great job staying with some wings. Um, and look, I like I like I mean like I'm I'm not I'm not in the I'm not in the disparaging KD game. That's not what I'm trying to do at all. I'm just saying if I'm going to comment on anything post Achilles and not be super positive, it would be his defense and 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 you know that's um and so I I, I have the same concerns that you have. It's but it's uh, look so it's here, like so it, here's, it's, here's the devil's it's, advocate to 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 your um to your statement. Right, like yep. that, and it's a statement that I've made before too. That Kevin Durant has never played with a defense this bad. There is no Iguodala on this team. There is no um, Clay Thompson. There is no DeAndre on this team. Right. Great, but yeah. here's my here. Answer this question, partner. Is Kyrie, Harden, and KD? better than Steph, Clay, and KD on offense? Um, It's so different. That's, uh, it's tough because, because it's, it's, I mean, in terms of talent, the Nets is, the Nets are obviously more, uh, I, I think the Nets is, are definitely more talented. I think the balance and, and of shooting is, is so fun, but I, I mean, I don't know. I would, I, I would probably, I would probably lean Nets just because of how talented is and how much, how much, uh, how much both Katie, uh, how much attention both Katie, Kyrie, and Harden attract. Whereas Clay, you don't need to double. Um, so that's probably where I'd go. But I mean, having the two best shooters ever is pretty fun. I, I think the way you measure it is how many of these guys could be MVPs. We know Steph Curry can be an MVP. We know um, Durant can be an MVP. Wash, wash, right? We know um, that we know that Clay Thompson is pretty good, but he's not an MVP type of guy. Yeah. Right? Is Kyrie an MVP type of person? He was playing like it. He, he, you know what? He was the best player on the team so far before he went missing. I, I don't know. I think, I think the Nets are more offensive. I, I think a lot of 
the Golden State Warrior is jump shooting, whereas when it comes to just pure skill, uh, like the Nets have more brute force than the Golden State Warriors have in terms of scoring the ball. Um, if you could be more finesse than the Nets, I think I think the Warriors are more finesse. The Warriors are more jump shooting, and the Nets can take it to the rim. Um, and I think they have one more MVP caliber player than the Golden State Warriors yep. um, um, do. So, I, you know what? I, I I give it to the. I do you agree with that? I don't know. Yeah, I feel I, I feel so conflicted. I also have such a soft spot for for uh, for Steph and, and the amount of attention that he like. I I just think Steph kind of changes everything. But like, I don't I'm I would pro, I would probably lean Nets because I always end up going with talent. But it's close. Yeah, yeah. No, I I think it's I think it's uh it's a conversation which that within itself is insane. Yeah. Yeah, I and you know where it gets tricky. I feel that Kyrie is more skilled and more adept at scoring the basketball than than Steph Curry. It's just Kyrie is less. What's the word I'm looking for? It's not consistent. I just think he's just. Less so, dependable. Yeah, he's more erratic, I was about to say. Yeah. Yeah. And but when it just comes to just being overpowering, I think these Brooklyn Nets might be more overpowering, but what gives the seventy three win um uh Warriors and and the, the Harden I mean excuse me, and the Kevin Durant Warriors, the edge is that the Warriors are just head over heels, uh, better defenders than 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 the Nets are, and that's where and that's I think that's why the Nets need to have a wake up call and go get some defenders and go get some guys who at least are going to make it hell for a Giannis um, uh, to guard and and to be guarded by. Uh, I, I think that's their issue. I think they're going to steamroll teams. I think, you know, uh, the regular season is going to be their oyster going forward. The challenge now for them is to, in this game, I think, illustrated this very, very clearly. They just need the players who can guard these big wings. Um, okay, so anything else you want to point out for this game? No, I mean I think we uh I think we I think I think we basically said it all. Um I'll say this because I won't get a chance. Landry Shamit sucks. Yeah, well, it's, I mean I mean all the reports came out that Marks had already given up on that uh on that trade, which is I mean that's that's entering into the uh that's entering into the bucket with the, the uh with the Allen Crab signing and with the Torian Prince uh signing is uh yeah. As his as his worst moves, because as I as I'll say on every podcast to make to make my hair gray, is a uh, is a uh, this team could use Precious or uh, or Sadiq Bay right now. You watch um, them. It definitely could, and 
but I just don't know the the more the most troubling part about the Landry Shamit situation is that we can't he's not worth anything. We can't yep. even turn him into anything. And so it's gonna take some, you know, utmost creativity for them to find uh, these mis- missing pieces, because uh, I I, th- I think they could win it all, man. I, th- I I think they clearly are going to come out the East, but I'm watching Golden State struggle with the Lakers right now um, while we're recording this, and it, it's very clear that like the Lakers can stay with the scoring of other teams because they get easy buckets. They they yep. get buckets going to the lane in, in, into the rim and when their shooting is off, they could just stop shooting and just go to the rim with these gargantuan players that they have. Cuz right. they, they they've got Montrezl and like it, it, I I don't know how we how we stop these guys, yo. It's it's a it's a little intimidating. All right. Let's go ahead and do our three things and, and wrap this up. Let's start with your stat of the night. Um all right, so my stat of the night, which I think is which I think is particularly interesting, is so the team again was I'm do, I'm giving two stats, but the team again struggled with turnovers, seventeen of them. Mm-hmm. Bucks only had five, but at the same time, they remained hot shooting from three, forty-eight percent. So it's it's kind of interesting, right? They win by two. They shoot above, way above, like obviously, like their probably their average. Mm-hmm. But they also are turning the ball over, which is something that you think will go down as they get more used to each other. So do you count that as a wash? Do you see? Do you count that as they got lucky today? Did they get unlucky? I don't know. I think it's probably pretty close. No, I think the turnovers are going to go down with with familiarity, and yep. with, you know, with more understanding. But what's not going going down is is uh, the offensive rebounding and allowing these uh, these teams to out possession them. This is gonna this these are the things that are going to beat you in the playoffs. Milwaukee had a hundred and five field goal attempts. The Nets had. Uh, I'm, I can't believe my eyes. Eighty-four. That's too much pressure on even superstars to make up that difference. That's twenty-one more possess- more field goal attempts. How do you win that way? Uh, I mean, obviously, you just have a superior firepower that just doesn't miss but this is not going to work in the playoffs and um, you know it it just shows how good uh, Kevin Durant and Harden have to be they have to be Hall of Famers in these games and they have to play in in, you know a, a large amount of minutes because 84 field goal attempts to 105 21 more uh, that's that's not going to work I, I think that that that's clear um uh who what player most typifies this uh this game 
I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with uh, with the beard. I, I I'm just I'm kind of blown away as as blown away as I've been. Look, every game I feel like me and you are on the verge of like, we're we're either crying in amazement or we're crying because one of our our little guys got traded, and I, I'm just blown away by how much attention. Like I'm just not used to watching stars who, first of all, just stars generally on my team, and then right. the amount of attention these guys constantly get is like insane. Like if like it's just it's just wild. Like yeah. Harden is Harden is crazy because. You know, he doesn't look particularly – like, he isn't, per, like, particularly fast. He's still getting himself into shape. But he's he, – you need to have, like, two or three guys within a couple of feet of him at all times. Like, there's just nothing – I mean, I, I love when the players start playing him from his back and, like, letting him go forward because it's just like, all right, like, at this point, you've broken basketball, my dude. Yeah, no, nah, it's <laughs> – it's uh, it's kind of unfair to, to watch that. And and he's just so good, man. It, it's again, but a lot of his act doesn't work in the playoffs. It's gonna be good yep. to have him as a second and, th- and third option in the playoffs, but I, I think that's why they need each other. Uh, I think Kyrie in the playoffs is gonna be a whole lot more dependable based off of just just the way Kyrie gets busy. If he if he's himself, if he's Cavs Kyrie. He's going to be lethal for us in the playoffs. And that's just going to open up things for Harden um, and, you know, to be more successful than he's ever been. So uh, I, I agree. He he, he was uh, uh, instrumental, but I'm 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 going to um, I'm going to go against that and say uh, Jeff Green. And I'm not trying to be cute. I'm not trying to be witty <laughs> uh, about anything, but Jeff Green played 37 minutes tonight, right? And the reason why that typifies um, this game was I don't think me or you would have ever predicted Jeff Green playing 37 minutes for the Nets. And and for success to come with that. (laughs) Like, so... The Nets winning this game 125-123. We won this game by the, you know, we were, we were down. There were 18 lead changes. So uh, this was a closer than, the game was even closer than the score says. So we have to, we have to improve. We've got to improve this roster because I just don't see how, DeAndre Jordan for 37 minutes and Jeff Green for 37 minutes is going to lead to great success in the playoffs. That that worries me, and and we're going to no, see a talking. lot more of these games not ending uh, happily if we don't fix that. Okay, last but not um, least, what play uh, best tells the story of tonight? You know, I I was thinking about this even right after the game. I was like, oh shit, I have to think of a of a play, and I couldn't get the middle. <laughs> like for some reason, I was just fixated on the fact that like I'm so used to that Middleton three going in. Mm-hmm. So I like it took me a little while to just get over the fact that they actually won this game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mean, it's funny. I thought I thought in general there there did seem to be some type of momentum shift 
and I, this might be me totally drinking the Sean Marks Kool Aid, which I'm ready to get called out on. I thought, I thought the I thought the Bruce Brown getting the rebound, putting it back in, like screaming. For some reason, I'm just like, you know, the Nets haven't really had a guy who who did that type of thing. Maybe since like I'm gonna I'm, I'm I was gonna maybe say like it's a it's a little Ed Davis ish in the sense of like. A, like a guy who's just like trying to bring the grit to the team who by the way by the way uh uh newsflash to sean marks ed davis is a free agent but uh oh wow. so and that's a guy who i've always News loved flash, so, my, somebody better send up a rocket a flare uh, <laughs> a, i've always a, a big a fly a blimp fan. over hss some you know like those jets um those the guy with the jets when they wanted to fire Gates, they flew over the the practice field with the with the banner like it's we need that to let him know Ed Davis is available. Wow. Yeah, I've always been a big Ed Ed Davis guy. Like honestly, if you want to bring back Ed Davis, Rondé, like and then I don't know someone like I, I don't know who, but anyway, that was that's why my, the Bruce Brown play just like felt like felt like the first glue guy moment which i think when we look back on like championship teams they just have the players who do that type of stuff and and at that moment to me just stuck out for me the most the pivotal play of the night um that tells how this 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 game went was was uh it it, it wasn't even a, a fast break really it was off of a miss durant gets the ball on on the uh the wing side near the the the, the Nets bench and he just passes it forward and somehow Durant is like I mean that Durant Harden is like three f- steps ahead of the entire Bucks defense and he goes in to score and I'm like this is just not fair that was Kevin Durant that threw a 20 foot pass to um, to uh, Harden on the break and and he's heading to the basket almost unguarded. I, I, I thought get plays like that, they weigh on other teams psychologically. Because honestly, I think it also was just that we have superstars, and it was a little bit in the Bucks' heads. I think, I think if, it was the, if it was the young Nets that uh, – uh, uh, Middleton took that last shot against. I think his mind is is a little bit clearer that goes in. <laughs> I mean, I I think I think that play where they they just you know that outlet pass to to Harden and he just breaks for the basket, you know, like a like a freight train. I think that just demoralized the Bucks and made them just go. You know what? This team is better than us. Yeah, and they're not even playing with Kyrie. That's in their heads. That's going to carry on to the playoffs, and that's ultimately, you know, the play that I kind of think that that I mean, they kept coming. Don't to their credit, they kept coming. But uh, I, I think that kind of demoralized them. I think that made them realize, okay, we're this is a different Nets now. This is not the team that we've been four and two against the last couple of years. This is a team that's um that has you know two superstars and one of them has three superstars and one of them didn't play tonight so uh, I, I think the gauntlet is thrown and we both have nine wins they 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 haven't played as many games as we have we both have nine wins now 
it feels like the Nets are, are, are going to be good enough and going to be able to keep enough talent on the floor to uh, to maybe even get the uh, the top seed in the East just because it's not that far. Like, Milwaukee hasn't run away with it and neither has, has Boston or anybody else. So, uh, tonight was important. That that play was important, and I think uh, we're off to to seeing some legendary stuff, man. Like, uh, any anything else you want to say before we cap call it a night? No, I mean what I what all I gotta say is you know, let's get Kyrie back in. Let's have them continue playing together and just be be COVID safe for the sake of their bodies and for the sake of them like just getting some type of continuity. Yeah, no, I and, and that's another thing too. Like, um, uh, I wanna, I, okay. So a couple things. I, I you know, before I, I, I let us sign off. Uh, today was Martin Luther King. Yep. Doctor Doctor Martin Luther King. Um, um, day. Uh, I I appreciate the um, NBA recognizing that. Um, um, you know, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King um, meant a lot to us. And, uh, uh, you know, was huge in, in, in terms of, of bringing equality to this country and starting the conversations that we still obviously still have to have. And, uh, I, you know, in, our, in my personal, um, you know, um, family. My auntie marched with um, Dr. King, was arrested with Dr. King, and these things that Dr. King was able. Like I, I wish more people could say what Dr. King did instead of saying that they had a dream, because Dr. King was. <coughs> excuse me, um, Sam. Dr. Dr. King was Dr. King was integral for the Civil Rights Bill. Integral for um, uh, moving forward uh, a lot of economic justice programs. And, uh, you know, one of the first Democratic Socialists uh, uh, ever quoted uh, in, in, you know, by, um, uh, you know, presidential candidates and the like. So I um, am happy to be watching basketball on on Dr. Martin Luther King's um, um, birthday. I'm, I'm lamented. I lament seeing that a lot of the problems still exist in our in our um, in our uh, world, but uh, Dr. Martin Luther King uh, was an optimist. He believed in people, and he believed that the human um, spirit could be uh, 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 the human spirit could 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 be uh, 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 elevated. And with that, I'm I'm happy that the that the NBA recognized it, and we. Got a beautiful Dr. Martin Luther King's Day worth of basketball. My partner, thank you for letting me get that out. Of course. Um, we are the Front Office Podcast. This is my partner, Samuel LaChow, at Samuel LaChow. And I'm at Eve Darboos. Hit us up on Twitter. Ask us questions. Let us know what we're missing and we're not talking about. But for for the uh, rest of the basketball world, we say good night as the uh, Lakers seem to continue to pummel the Golden State Warriors. And uh, we'll be talking about the next one. All right, Sam, my man, we out of here.
mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.